We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, Sean, Notre Dame has not just gotten wide receivers on board in the in over the last because for people that don't know, the last two weeks so far has been the open period for Notre Dame or for college football, I should say. Mm-hmm. And Notre so Notre Dame has spent a whole lot of time traveling everywhere. All the coaches have been out and about going all over the country. They've spent some time in Cali. They've been down in Florida. They've been in Georgia. They've been in the Midwest. They've been down in Texas. They've been everywhere. They've had their local days where they've been sticking in Illinois and Indiana. Like they've been Wisconsin. They've been everywhere so far the last two weeks. A part of the large amounts of wide receiver recruits that have been added to the board. Sean, we also had three other offers that were not wide receivers. And I want to break these players down individually. And we could really kind of get into the nitty gritty of some film. I'm going to try to play film again. I know, I know folks, Hey, if, if the internet is a little wonky, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to show you all some film so you can see what we see potentially. Okay. So Sean, Al Washington has been pretty active as far as offering kids over the last couple of days. Yo, okay? Can I so, tip my cap to Al Washington? Of course you can always do that. Sure. Hey, yeah. I've been critical in certain situations, but the man is, Hey, he's putting in work. He's putting in work. He's putting in work. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a good way to say it, right? I think it's a good way to say it. The uh, 2025 defensive line class is obviously off to a great start. He did a really good job coaching this past year as well, getting the most out of guys like Howard Cross and Riley Mills and Javante Jean-Baptiste. So, yes, Al Washington is doing a very good job recently for Notre Dame. Let's talk about the top-ranked defensive lineman that he has offered over the last few days, Sean. His name is... Ethan Utley. Mm-hmm. He's out of Nashville, Tennessee, Ensworth High School, listed between 6'3 and 6'4, 275 pounds. I'm going to play some film here as we talk about him a little bit. Again, we're not going to spend as much time just purely watching the film and breaking it down. But if you're listening to us live, I want you all to be able to see the player that we are talking about. So, Ethan Utley, Sean, Tennessee kid. 6'3", 6'4", 275 pounds, rated by every platform as a four-star recruit, rated as high as number 44 overall 
the number seven defensive lineman in the 2025 class and number two player in the state of Tennessee by on threes ranking. He currently holds offers from Tennessee, Notre Dame, LSU, Florida, Texas, Texas A&M, as well as Auburn, Oklahoma, NC State, Kentucky, South Carolina, Georgia, Oregon, Penn State, Michigan, North Carolina, Wisconsin, Purdue, Mississippi State, Cal, Cincinnati, Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, and so on and so forth. So long off the list here, Sean. Interesting player because I I don't – I mean, we, we'll talk about this with defensive line recruiting, I guess, here for a couple minutes. But Notre Dame doesn't have a ton of spots left, right? This seems to me maybe a little bit of over-recruiting to a degree because mm. we live in a world where guys decommits, where things change, evaluations change. And I think that this is just a situation, Sean, where they went down – Al Washington speaking – went down to the state of Tennessee, saw Ethan Utley in person. and was like, I need to offer that kid. Kid's good, man. Kid's really good. Mm -hmm. And as you can see, 6'4", 275, plays defensive end for his high school now, but probably is going to be a guy that's going to eventually convert inside, would be my guess. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. I think this is something that we can see that this Notre Dame staff under Marcus Freeman have learned valuable lessons from the previous recruiting cycles, that they're not going to get burned again. They had situations where they thought everything was sweet and they ended up with no cavity. Yeah. Like we thought it was sweet. Yo, and they're not going to get caught with their pants down. We saw them with the new transfer quarterback. Okay, yeah. we brought a quarterback in. But we're going to go get some talent that he can throw to. We didn't do that the last cycle. We're not going to get caught in that situation again, especially from a depth standpoint, a youth standpoint in the wide receiver room. So they're learning as a staff as they go along. Like, don't make the same mistakes over again. And they're doing the same thing in recruiting. Why not? This Have you seen, dude, you look at this film? Are you kidding me? You darn right you recruit this kid. 
Yep. You have other teams and other kids in, in later classes have to see you recruiting top kids. It's nice to connect Notre Dame to Ethan Utley for the kids in the 26th class in the state of Tennessee. You're darn right. And he goes to Innsworth, which is a national power and a state yes. power. You're darn right. Make the connections with the coaches. Get in on their future players. You're darn right. It's bigger than just going after this kid. You can say, well, he's getting, uh, getting in late. SEC schools are in on them. Tennessee, is it, and, you know, there are kids that played at Innsburg last year in the 24 class that went to Tennessee. Yeah. Recruit this kid, right? Have the audacity as a staff. Yeah, we're going after the top kids. You have to. You have to. And I love the fact that Al Washington, once again, putting in the work. Yo, if he gets them, fine. If not, fight. You, 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 you won't you won't get him if you don't try, right, Sean? You have no. zero chance if you don't try. Hundred no. percent. The best shooter shoot, right? Yes. yes. The best shooter shoot. That's why they end up being the Sean, best shooter. Sean, I don't know if I ever told you, but like when we used to play pickup basketball, I was the shooter, right? I okay. used to tell people all the time, shooter shoot, baby, shooter shoot. That's Just right. keep shooting. I'm gonna keep shooting. And uh, yeah, I mean, to your point, like, what if? Again, hypothetical speaking, but what if someone leaves the class where you're like, you know, we need to, we need to now pivot somewhere, even if you're filled up. I mean, developing relationships with these types of kids, I think is big time for Notre Dame, right? Because he is a high academic kid. He is a kid that, yes, probably ends up in staying down south, but at the end of the day, you never know that. I mean, we would have made assumptions that. We would have made assumptions that, you know, guys like Jaden Greathouse probably would have stayed in the South or in, in Texas, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. You would have made assumptions that Deuce Knight would want to just stay in the South and go. Some guys just built a little differently. Like you have no idea if Ethan Utley is that guy until you start recruiting him. So you start building that relationship. That's what's going to tell if he can be that guy or if he is that guy. So I have no problem with Notre Dame over-recruiting defensive line a little bit because that's, again, you have to be, you have to prepare yourself. I mean, because yeah. anything could happen these days. Yes, you don't want decommitments to happen, but if they do, you have to be able to pivot to something else that's great. And this kid obviously has a lot of talent. 6'4", 275. He's going to be over 300 pounds pretty quickly, and he can move, man. He can really move for a guy his size. Do you forecast him? watching this film as a kid that you could possibly play odd man front, four man yes. front, bring him off the edge. Oh man. See, see, these are chess pieces, bro. You see, we keep saying like, who are going to be the chess pieces offensively and defensively for Notre Dame moving forward. You get a kid like this, he can be a chess piece because you want to be a multi-dimensional defense, right? That's what we keep hearing. Notre Dame wants to be able to do, you know, diverse things defensively and especially bring pressure. Yep. Well, these are the type of kids you recruit. They look, he's 275 right now. Even if he adds weight, I think he keeps that same quickness and athleticism. To whereas you know, you can go, you can go three man front, put your linebackers out there, or even in a nickel situation, and let him actually apply pressure from the outside at that yeah. side. You want him to play big end, you know, on a four man front. There you go. He can. If you want to go NASCAR. You know, and let him go inside and let him be over one of the weaker, you know, offensive linemen on the interior in a passing situation. Go right ahead. Yeah, I think it's said perfectly, Sean. He he's a he's a diverse player, obviously, mm-hmm. right? Like 
immediately I look at him and say, you're going to be a six foot four, 300 pound kid. Who's going to be a, a four, three defensive tackle, a, a three tack. But if you're running a three man front, he could definitely do some of that stuff, man. Like he could work some four, four I with the length he has with the physicality he has. He could work mm-hmm. from a three. He could even work side and nose in some four man fronts at times as well. Like this is a scheme diverse defensive lineman. I don't envision him staying on the edge in college. Cause I just think he, I look at his body and I'm just like, that kid's going to be a big kid. I think like, he's just going to be a pretty big kid. I don't see him staying on the edge, but man, he's talented, man. But he could. He's very, very talented. Like, yo, I'm not, not saying that's just who he is. Definitely from a measurable yep. standpoint. But yep. Stephon Tewitt wasn't about to stay on the outside. But anytime <laughs> they yeah. went three-man front, Stephon yeah. could go outside and yeah. was athletic enough to rush from the outside. Yep. He um, you know, you know who he re- so he reminds me a little bit of um Devin Houston to a degree. Like a little like just mm-hmm. body type wise. I think he's a little bit like mm-hmm. Devin. Um Obviously, he's a higher rated player than what Devin was. I mean, even Devin, Devin was a top 150K by, I think, at least one service. So he was a pretty highly rated right. kid as well. But yeah, I think I think he is a perfect player in a modern system where you don't have to do mass substitutions to get from a four-man front to a three-man front. Like that kid stays in, he's your three, four defensive ends. He's a four, three defensive tackle. Like there's a lot of things that he brings to the table, obviously. So we'll see what happens with Ethan Utley. But regardless, it's a really talented player who is a highly rated player. A player that is not as highly rated, Sean. This one's a very interesting one. Notre Dame was out recently in the state of Kentucky at mm-hmm. Frankfurt, Kentucky, Western Hills, and they offered a defensive end named Javion Campbell. And Sean, Javion Campbell is a basketball player. If you look on his profile, he literally lists power forward slash defensive end, 6'6", six, six, power forward slash defensive end. Now he says that he's 6'3", six, 6'2", six, I am what looking at his profile right now on 247 Sports that lists him at 6'5, 265. So there's a large, large range of how big this young man is. And but he does not have an impressive offer list as of now. Right now, his offers are Notre Dame, Minnesota, Purdue, Cincinnati are the power five schools that have offered him so far. But uh let's pop on the film here, Sean, because he's a very interesting talent. I mean, this is a this is a basketball player that I think is developing into a football player. He just had 14 and a half sacks as a junior. So it was pretty productive. I mean, you see, he lists here, six, five, two sixty, fourteen 14 and a half sacks, only seven and a half games, man. That's a, uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's not bad. Not bad, man. Yeah. He's long, man. He's long, <laughs> super long, long and powerful, man. I still think his hands can get better. Yes. His hands technique can get better which is going to make him even more powerful. But the fact that he's able to push the pocket and be explosive again to the backfield as frequently as he does, pretty good top competition that he goes up against. So, you know, when you're grading that and you're looking at him, you come away impressed. But just the, once again, man, I love seeing Notre Dame on the defensive line go get guys that can give flexibility and versatility. It's like you'll see him inside, you see him rush from the outside, you've seen him drop in coverage. He's just a really good athlete. It's a really good athlete. Yep. I'm interested to see how his body develops too, Sean, because, I mean, let's obviously at 6'5", 260. He looks like he has a body that I could see staying on the edge because he's super long, but also a kid that, I mean, would I be shocked if he's like 290 plus and eventually he's kind of that hybrid player as well? Like, a could he be a Jason Onye is a question. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, could he be that type of guy as far as like his body type 
is a inside player at six foot five plus and 290 pounds somewhere in that ballpark. I, I could see it. I don't know. I could see it. It's one plate, dude. That's I'm all about film production, man. And it's just, yo, as a sequence of plays with this kid where you literally watch him go sideline to sideline. I think it's right in here. It's like I love to see defensive linemen prove that they could go forward and side to side, right? That's why they go through those drills at the combine with the big guys where they lay them on the ground and they get up and they go to the left, they yep. go to the right, then they come forward and they go back. You want to be able to see them have hip flexion, like you say, and be able to sink your hips and immediately change direction. You know, I get, I'm very impressed by this yep. young man because I think he has great change of direction with his measurables. But once again, a kid that's going to grow, you know, what size is he going to become? But even when he puts on weight, I think he's going to keep that ability and that athletic, he can that move, athletic ability and hip flexion. Yeah. I haven't seen any basketball film, Sean, but I would love to see some basketball film, man, because I guarantee this oh, kid's great pretty feet. good. Guaranteed. Great, great feet. Great feet. That's why I love watching I you watch dude on the basketball I court. It. I love watching them in pick and roll. I Forget offense. I want to see you play pick and roll defense. Sure. I want to see you switch and keep that little guy out of the lane. I love watching big football players that have the ability to do that. It tells me a lot. It tells me a lot. I'm very interested to see if this kid blows up a little bit because, again, right now his offer list is not expansive. He's got a couple Midwestern mm-hmm. schools that are looking at him. Not really any big-time schools outside of Notre Dame, though. So we'll see if that increases. I'm sure it will at some point, but uh, it, it'll obviously to be determined on what the demand is for a guy like a Javion Campbell. But he is offered. He is on the a, a part of the board now for Notre Dame. So we'll see, Sean. I, either way, I'm I'm I'm. A- okay especially with Notre Dame adding side kids because what happens if you lose someone in the class let's say and you have a open and you were way ahead of the curve on Javion Campbell at that point now he's a top 150 kid top 100 kid and you were one of his first offers that matters that's suit that definitely matters mm-hmm. to a kid like that I would say definitely matters man I totally agree totally agree and that's I mean that's what we look isn't this what Lessons learned. This is what Notre Dame has learned. The best thing for us is to stay in front of the curve, get early commits so we can lock in to the kids we're going to have to fight for. And then not just get stuck fighting for those kids, but continue to recruit other top kids so we can have contingencies. We just talked about it, whether it's recruiting or NFL draft and boards. When you put together a board, you're not putting together, these are the guys we want. Let's go get them. No, you have to play it out. You have to have contingency, contingencies. I think one of the greatest lessons they've learned is that Notre Dame has learned we have to be honest about where we stand with kids. We have to constantly evaluate and be honest about where we stand with this kid in recruiting, regardless of whether or not we're trying to get him to commit or whether or not he's committed. If we start to feel anything change then we need to start looking at contingencies because you know you get stuck in a Peyton Bowen situation right where that's the situation where we both look at both of us say man we picked up on that months ago I would say double R you were one of the first people that were like "Mm, no I don't know about this situation 
before any of the official visits started. This was like during the summer. You were like one yeah. of the first people that were like, yeah, I talked to this kid and I just, mm, no, nah, man, I don't know. And what ended up happening? There were, um, yeah, there were, there were some signs that I think I even I should have hit on a little bit earlier in the process, but regardless, you were hopeful, man. I was hopeful that everything was going to work out. Notre Dame felt fine with where they were. It was just, yeah, yeah. The pain bone situation was not great. It was in a great situation. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. But this staff learns. Yeah. I think they learn from. I think they learn from the Dante situation, the Keon situation, the Peyton Bowen situation. Yep. I think they. I think they learn from the Brandon Hillman situation. You know, I definitely think they learn from the Justin Scott situation, right? And I think the way you see this, if they put in the necessary work, there's no reason this class shouldn't be top five. Yeah, it's all said and done. Agreed. Agreed. There's also have numbers. I mean, we talked about it the mm-hmm. other day. Like, I don't think it's unreasonable to think that they're going to get like 28 guys in this class. I mean, they can, mm-hmm. it's going to be a really big class, man. Really, really big class. So, and of course, what is the ultimate? If they win on the field, if they go out and win on the field this year, it'll be easy. It'll be yeah. easy. Yep. It'll be easier. Sean, let's talk about the last new offer, man. This is the one I've been waiting for. Here it is. Ready? We're talking about Raven Gap, Georgia, linebacker, 2025, Antoine Delorier, who I had a chance. Mm-hmm. I know Sean had a chance to talk to a little bit, a little back and forth. I had a chance to talk to him on the phone last night as well. Sean, this is a fascinating football player, man. Fascinating. Why? Zero-star recruit right now, man. Has only been playing football in the United States for one year. And that one year was pretty good, by the way. 76 tackles, 18 tackles for loss, three interceptions, two pass for, uh, two sacks. Pretty good. Sean, why has he only been playing in the States for, for one year? Drum roll. He's from Canada. He's from, he's from Canada. Yeah. And he's been playing. He, uh, he, he had been playing Canadian football since he was 10 years old. So he's not new to the game of football, but this was his first year playing in the United States. And he went down to the state of Georgia to play this year and was dominant. 6'1", 225 pounds. He does not have a single star to his name, Sean, but you know what he does have? He's got offers from Notre Dame, North Carolina, Ole Miss, Auburn, 
Miami, Duke, Missouri, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Texas A&M, Tennessee, UCF, Florida State, Georgia Tech, Louisville, Maryland, and NC State. And did not have a single one of those until this season, until the season started. Not have a single one. Well, I'm going to put the film on as we talk about him, Sean. I'm going to put the film on because I'll be honest with y'all. Sometimes when I watch the film, Sean, immediately, I don't see it at first, right? You don't see it early. Mm-hmm. This kid. This kid's good, man. This kid's really He's good. Grown, so, this is a grown man. This is a grown, a grown man. man. Already. Yep. It's a grown man. Like some people have some him at two thirty. Yeah. Two, some people say two twenty. Some people say two thirty. He's a biggin, as they say in the south. He's a biggin. He can yeah. he can step on the field right now physically in college and play. Oh, dude. Sean, he Sean Sean, he's two twenty five, two thirty. To your point, this kid though, I think there's gonna be a couple of misnomers about him because you're gonna see guys. He's a thumper, man. Incredible play strength and physicality getting downhill. Incredible. But there's going to be a misnomer about this young man. One, people are talk about the length, and I don't think he has long arms. So, fine, that's a conversation. The other thing, though, is that people are going to do what they did with Bodie Cahoon last year and be like, ah, is this kid fast, right? Mm-hmm. The answer is yes. This kid can run, verified, 4.61 in the 40, 225-plus pounds. He also has a 39-inch vert and a 9.11 broad jump, Sean. This is an athlete. Very very explosive downhill, but you can see him as he works to the sideline. This kid can run, man. This kid can run as well. What did I tell you? I said I watched the first three plays and I stopped. I didn't need to see anything else. Yep. First three highlights, I'm like, yep, I'm good. This is a dude. Can you imagine him playing in behind or with dudes in front of him? Which I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. When I say dudes, I'm not talking about trying to say anything negative about Rodney Mills and Howard Cross. I think we know from a recruiting standpoint that Notre Dame is trying to improve the interior of the defensive line with size. Right? Because what do they have to do? They have to improve against the run per game to become a national championship defense. They're right there, but the inability to just flat out stop the run. You think about how teams really got big plays against Notre Dame? Travion Henderson, big run. Maffa, big run. Duke went to the run game to get back in the game because they were struggling in the pass game against Notre Dame. Teams were able to go to the run game to be able to establish something against Notre Dame because as great as Riley Mills and Howard Cross are, they're not those big plug guys that are going to reset the line of scrimmage. Right, they're gonna get in the yep. gaps, pressure the quarterback. They're great players, man. Great players. But when you start getting Sean Stavilliano Jr., when you start getting a Davion Dixon, kids that can come in, what they're trying to build, Devin Houston up to be. Guys are gonna be at 300, athletic, set the line of scrimmage, and then let the talent that you have at linebacker give them the ability to go play. Go play. You don't have to worry about this guy getting to the second level. Run. Sideline to sideline to make plays. You, you get a guy like that, behind defensive linemen like that, where he can just be instinctive as he is, shoot the gaps, 
and make plays, man. And he's a sure tack sure tackler. That's what I loved about his film. We yes. see a lot of guys that get, you know, deliver a blow with their shoulder. No, this dude is wrapping you up. Wrapping he's you wrapping up, you up, charm, getting you down. He's wrapping you up, and he's a player that I think people have probably heard me say this in the chat before, but he comes to balance as a tackler, which means mm -hmm. he's not his feet planted, good base delivers a punishing blow because he has his, he has his feet underneath of him. He has his lower body underneath of him and he's able to gain that power from the ground up. That's why this kid's such a heavy hitter. That's why he has a lot of force behind him because he comes to balance as a tackler. He is physical, man. And I have, I don't even care that I don't even care that the uh, Antoine Delorier is maybe a little bit of shorter armed player because why Sean because he can run, man. He can mm -hmm. run, and he's explosive. This is a more physically put together and faster version of J.D. Bertrand. That's what this is. Isn't that what we've all been asking for? Like, J.D.'s a good player, but you need to upgrade that position, right? Well, that, mm -hmm. that kid's exactly what you need, man. He is. He's good. And a couple updates on him. One, we I, I talked to him last night, Sean. He's talking about visiting in March. For the first time for Notre Dame because it's a little tough. He's not with his, he's not with his family in the United States. His family's still up in Canada, so he's by himself down in in Georgia in Raven Gap. But he's talking about visiting in March, and then he's also already talking about maybe taking an official visit again in June wow. to Notre Dame. Wow. So there's quick interest there, man. Max Bula was the one that obviously had extended the offer to him. They had spent 30 to 35 minutes just having a deep conversation about football, who they each are as people, and just kind of come into a, a, an initial relationship type of perspective. And one of my first things, Sean, is if Notre Dame pushes for this kid, I think they'll have a great chance because one of the first things I, I when I asked him, what are you looking for in a school? What, what's, what's appealing to you? One of the big things that Antoine said was, I, me and my family need a high academic school. We need that. We need it. We value education very much and we need a big time academic institution. So Notre Dame is going to be about it, man. They're going to be in this one. If they choose, if they choose to pursue him, but obviously they're already trying to get him to campus. He's planning a couple of trips already. And I really like Antoine Delorier. If I, John, I know some people are going to disagree with this because you have a chance with Marco Jones. You have a chance with Christian Jones. You have mm -hmm. a chance with Noah McHale. Look, you still have a couple spots open, even outside of Antoine Delorier. You could still go out for a Marco Jones and a couple of the guys. I would take Antoine Delorier right now. Wouldn't even think Absolutely. about it Absolutely. right now. We'll take Absolutely. him today. If he called, if, if he called Max Bullet today and was like, Hey coach, you made such an impression on me. I'm going to come and visit and stuff. But like I wanna, I wanna commit right now. Mm -hmm. I would take him. I would take him. Not yeah. saying Notre Dame would, but I would personally take him. I think he's a pretty dang special football player, man. He's pretty I special. Absolutely agree. And I'm going to reiterate what we talked about earlier, man. This is about putting together a board. And taking a kid like this does not mean you don't want the top kids. That's not what that means. Because no. well, Sean, because I think this kid's going to be a top kid. I think he's going to be a top kid. I would not be shocked if he's a top 100 to 180 to 150 kid. Yep. But this is the thing. He might end up being the third highest ranked linebacker you get. 
And if that's the case, that means you're in a pretty good position in the linebacker room. He could be. He might end up being the second highest. But this is the point, Brian. This is the point. Yep. Yep. You you open the door by saying, yo, he is J.D. Bertrand, bigger, right? More explosive, yeah. Yep. J.D. Bertrand and Jack Kaiser saved Notre Dame. Sean, what do you mean by that? We all know what the linebacker recruiting was prior to the arrival of Marcus Freeman as a defensive coordinator. Yeah. And what he had in the room was J.D. Bertrand and Jack Kaiser. And what they gave Notre Dame in production, you can, man, we've all been critical of both at times, especially when it comes to scraping over the top, angles to tackles, all of that. Miss tackles, yeah. yeah. Miss tackles, fine. Tackling in space, great. <laughs> But most of us would sit here and say we're happy with what J.D. Bertrand, who's going to the Senior Bowl, by the way, yep. and Jack Kaiser, who's returning. We're pretty happy hey, with what they've given hey. us. PFF just put out a graphic yesterday, Sean, that, that claims that J, 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 Jack Kaiser was one of the like five or six guys that were like, who's the best linebacker coming back? I was right. like, oh, man. All right. right. <laughs> and I saw your little dig saying, well, the class really isn't that good, honestly, but. Yes, it's not. It's yeah. not. But that's beside the point. Yes, yes. That's beside the point. Kudos to Jack Codger. But my point is, this is why you recruit not only the top guys, but you go to get guys that give you a high floor. Jack Codger yeah. and J.D. Bertrand were high floor players, man. High floor players. So if you miss on top guys or injuries happen or the recruiting just goes to the wayside for whatever reason, these are the guys you have to lean on. And if that's yep. going to be who you have to lean on in tough situations, if Antoine Delorier, while people are talking about he's not ranked, he's not even ranked, he's from Canada. If that's neither, the guy. Neither was DeMello Jones when they offered him last year, and he ended up being a top 100 kid going top to Georgia. Top 100 kid so, going to Georgia. Yeah. This is what I'm yep. talking about. Like, dude, like, Notre Dame seems to know what they're doing, and they seem to know and have a great idea of how they need to recruit. To improve I, and get better. They know. Sean, I, I would just like to read that offer list one more time and then we'll get into the mailbag. Antoine Delorier, who was not on anyone's radar before this season, since his junior year started, he has now collected offers and a lot this offseason so far from North Carolina, Ole Miss, Auburn, Duke, Notre Dame, Miami, Missouri, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas AM, UCF, Florida State. Georgia Tech, Louisville, Maryland, and NC States. 17 offers, Sean, for a kid that's been playing several months in the United States. Like, he hasn't even been here a calendar year yet. He hasn't even been here a full year. Hasn't been in the States a full year. This kid's going to continue to blow up. I guarantee you see a lot more offers come his way. I think this kid's going to end up being a top 100 to 150 football player. Yeah. That's what I see. Yes, not the longest arms in the world. Yes, he's still improving as far as trusting his eyes, all those things. But a kid's explosive Yo. and he is physical and he has range. I would take can, that kid all day. Can I read you something that plays into what we're talking about and Notre Dame yep. find Marcus Freeman finally having the staff that he wants, emphasis on yep. H E. He, yes. that he wants and how that's yep. going to play into recruiting and why we're seeing more offers at wide receivers, diversity of wide receivers, going after Ethan Utley, going, 
because he has in place everything he wants and now everything flows down here right now you see the lessons learned and now you see yo chris o'leary offering the kid in texas that might be a wide receiver right you have other guys that i'm not even the, your position coach that's going to be recruiting you but i'm officially offering you it's like yo you start to see this jason mckee who played fullback for chicago bears just mm -hmm. tweet this out he said when i came in as a rookie in 2002 with the philadelphia eagles this was my coaching staff listen to this it, mm -hmm. you'll love this because you're big on this head coach yep. andy Reid, oc mm -hmm. brad childress defensive coordinator jim johnson special teams coach john harbaugh quarterback coach pat Shermer, running back coach ted williams wide receiver coach david cully former head coach <laughs> of the texans also offensive line coach juan castillo defensive line coach tommy brash linebacker coach ron rivera defensive back coach leslie fraser safety coach steve spagnoli defensive quality control sean mcdermott it's pretty good and the and the assistant special teams coach dave toe are you kidding me are you kidding me and you wonder why the eagles had success i mean yeah. and coaching matters you've you've already saw most of us felt like we saw improvement in the urgency and the way the wide receivers played in the sun bowl absolutely yeah from just like minimal practices on the arrival of mike brown Yep. Expect to see that continue, right? Al Golden, if they were that good in the second year, Al Golden's defense, how good do you think they're going to be in the third year returning the players that they're returning? Yep. Look, man, be excited about Notre Dame, the prospects on the field, and definitely about the prospects of the 25 class and 26 classes moving forward. Like this yep. thing is trending beautifully in the yep. right direction. Yeah, man. I'm excited about a couple of these offers. There's no doubt Antoine Delorier is a guy that I broke down at boards.irishbreakdown.com a little bit further. If you all guys want to go watch that, it's a premium exclusive just for the people that are on the message board. So make sure to go to boards.irishbreakdown.com. We're getting the mailbag next, folks. Keep throwing in those questions. We might get a special guest here in a few minutes, by the way, because we're running over a little bit. Make sure to hit that like button, though, for us. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Hit that notification bell. And on any and all of your podcast platforms, five-star reviews are very much appreciated. Mailbag next here on the Notre Dame Recruiting Hour on the Irish Breakdown Podcast.
You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.